0: to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody, where we let the day sail away. At night, we will play. I am Sean Tillman, a.k.a. Harmar Superstar, your host and friend to the end. Uh, I have long-form conversations with people that I like, people that do awesome things, and uh and that's it you know we, we talk about embarrassing moments that's kind of a jump off but from there it can go anywhere if you've listened before you know it can go off the rails it can uh it can be very informative you can learn you can laugh you can live currently i am on the high seas everybody actually i am a docked i'm on the uh the ss coachella cruise which is a complete blast uh having so much fun out here and uh and, uh, I, and I was just going to come on the Bahamas leg and just be a guest and uh, I ended up becoming a performer on the, on on the cruise, thanks to everybody at golden voice and and just uh, and so many people uh, that, that just uh, have gotten me involved so now I am uh, I'm pacing around in my cabin room uh, just in the nude, hanging out pretty gross right. Uh, just getting ready um, to go on the Jamaican leg, which I wasn't even expecting to go on. Just uh, just going with it, everybody. If you're on a cruise ship and uh, they give you a job and they want you to keep keep sailing with everybody who, who you haven't seen in a long time, you got to say yes. It's amazing, man. Uh, I saw Pulp the first night I got on the boat. It was literally one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? I'm not throwing around literally in the fake way. <laughs> that is the truth. Jarvis Cocker is a genius and uh, one of the greatest performers of all time, and to see him on a ship with the letters PULP, spelling out PULP, swaying with the motion of the ocean, it was incredible. Uh, uh, it was so good. Father John Misty is here, war paint's hanging out, uh, so many people with black lips, uh, James Murphy. Too many to list, everybody, I'm just really psyched to be here, and, uh, you know, I'm getting this intro done so I can, uh, I can get it uploaded when I get back to civilization where my phone will work again, which, you know, I'm excited about, but I, I'm, I'm psyched to not be dependent on the internet and my cell phone for once, for a few days, for a week. Uh, it's pretty refreshing, I gotta say. Um, Yeah. So, uh, it's the holidays, guys, you know, we're, now that you're, you're, you're downloading this right after Christmas and, uh, heading into the New Year's time, uh, I hope everyone's psyched, uh, I want to, I want to get you guys, uh, get you guys in, in the spirit to party, to bring in 2013, and, uh, as I record this, uh, we still haven't hit 12-21-12, which is supposed to be the end of the world, uh, so hopefully... If everything goes down like that, if the world ends, I'm going to be on a boat in the middle of the ocean having the time of my life, so uh, so this is my swan song to you, and uh, if that happens, I guess you'll never hear this. <laughs> my guest this week is Jenny Elleskew, a good friend of mine. You might know her from Sirius Radio. She's got, to, She's on it all the time. Uh, she's also written for Rolling Stone for a long, long time very fun, very great person. We even actually made a show together for VH1 a long time ago called Shoot to Kill. We shot six episodes. She was a judge. I was the host. Um, things got fucked up as they do in TV, and it's another one of my projects that never surfaced. But uh, we got to know each other really well then, and uh, we've been friends since. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jenny Elleskew. Enjoy. Welcome to the L.A. Earwolf Studios, Jenny. Hi. Alice, you're like an you're like an L.A. girl right now for a few months. I,
1: I am. I'm I'm basking in the glory of you, the Los Angeles December sunshine.
0: You do it right every year now.
1: I'm a fucking snowbird, man. What yeah, you you're in New me?
0: York, and then. You just escape right at the right time.
1: Exactly. Ever since the first time I saw Annie Hall, I was like, I gotta be in LA for Christmas at some point. I'm that, gonna,
0: that's genius. Gonna see
1: Christmas lights and palm trees.
0: I think that's the dream. I think you're living the dream.
1: Yeah, I'm totally living the dream. Although yeah. apparently everybody leaves and it's gonna be a ghost town and I
0: won't have anyone to hang out with. No, it's not <makes noise> too bad. <makes> oh, <noise> no,
1: no, no. no.
0: No, there'll be people. I've spent many a Christmas in LA
1: you have we're yeah. trading places now yeah you're you're living my life and i'm living yours what should i be doing as as like the Harmar superstar pinch hitter here in your absence hmm. for the next few months are there any well harm activities that i need to be
0: in? i'd like to hit the cha-cha on sundays okay when i'm here go see what black chris and shannon are up to they dj okay. um but you're not as heavy a, a drinker as I am. You don't <laughs> drink it, <at all. laughs> so I really don't know what to say. I think you should eat an umami burger as much yeah. as you can because it's really good. Yeah. Um, you got to try umami catessin for me because I haven't done it yet.
1: Okay. Cool. Um,
0: and um, go to a lot of matinees. All right. Yes. That's pretty much all I do here.
1: That's a good stony time. <laughs> yeah,
0: well. yeah. And more smoke rice, a lot of more weed. Smoke a lot of weed for me. <laughs> you go, I got sadly. some of this
1: delicious, like uh, some sort of like weed tincture. Oh, stuff. that stuff!
0: Like the like the drops.
1: The drop. It's like honey with a yeah. dropper, but it's, it gets you stoned.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you can go over the edge with that. You can go over the cliff like uh, a little easily.
1: Dangerously can- tasty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I call it dangerously tasty. But some people say it's like it's not not that strong. I don't know. There's a varying opinions of the tincture. I like this is just going to become like a, a weed review cast. <laughs> hey, it's legal here, guys. Because I got
1: this, uh, I got this Banaka breath spray stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was terrible. That ruined you? I mean, I don't really want the flavor of weed and mint no. together. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. throwing oh. up in my mouth a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, just a little bit.
1: <sighs> the tincture is the way to go. I'm just saying
0: man I, and this this episode's gonna come out like a little bit uh in in a few weeks after we record today obviously they're all in the can but uh, i'm today i'm dealing with uh with uh, an l a weekly writer. Calling me out about dissing Shugie Otis in my tweets last night because I was at the show.
1: Now I heard from <laughs> other, I heard from other tweets as well. You weren't the only, yours weren't the only tweets indicating displeasure. And I know no, you were looking forward to it. I know
0: he's though. like one of my favorites. Like it's like one of my, those things. Like I was, I, I guess I let myself get too excited. And I think when you see like a, a classic act like that, you shouldn't maybe get that excited. Word. Because you're setting yourself up for a letdown a lot of the time. Not a lot. No, I'm saying there's some pros out there who still kill it, and they've got the voice. But it was, it was, uh, it was a snafu. It was weird. It was just like, well, so
1: what? What? What went horribly awry?
0: <clears throat> well, it was like it was all going swimmingly. Dame Funk was amazing. He opened the show. I don't know if you've ever seen him play. I haven't. He's fucking like the future soul god of uh, just futuristic soul. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but he's so good, and he just killed it. He was out there like DJing and singing some songs, and he was like fucking <clears throat> uh addressing the haters through a vocoder through a guitar just a cappella style and that was so good and then uh the band sets up Shuggie's band and like I mean he wrote Strawberry Letter 23 and Inspiration Information like some of my favorite songs uh and they come out and and the band's like ready to go and Shuggie comes out like everyone's so psyched and he's like slinking up to the microphone stand, because he gets there and there's not even a fucking mic on the stand, like, his roadie's fucked up they didn't set up any of his gear so for, like, ten minutes, no one's playing anything, and the whole audience is, like, awkwardly standing there, it feels like a David Lynch movie or something <laughs> and, like, and like, like, the whole crowd's just standing there, and, like, you know, and then, like while they're trying to figure out how to get the guitar going and, like, get an actual mic for the lead singer to sing through, uh no one's doing anything. I don't fault them for that. I thought, like, if they came in from that intro, it would have been incredible. Like, if they just, like, fucking blasted out with, like, amazing just sounds. But when they came in after, like, a lecture from, like, a porn player on the side who's like, um, if you could, like, not put your drinks on the stage, we're dealing with electric electricity. You know what I mean? That thing. Oh, you already geez. feel weird enough. And, like, and, and, and they came in and it just sounded like flat and dead and there was just too many like weird like high school jazz band solos going on while they were trying to like figure shit out and the voice was sadly not there and then he played well but like it was just like the whole thing was just like i just tweeted like yeah this is a disaster bummer you know and then like was like retweet of shuckyus sure <laughs> show ruined your life tonight and uh, and then there's this article in the la weekly today that like disses hipsters and uses me as like the like epitome of all of that and like he within the article retweets me <laughs> and like you know what I mean like he'd he, like uh, I, it's just like one of those things where you're like really I can't say the show sucked because this guy is a legend and a classic but that, like,
1: well yeah I mean the, the the there was that thing earlier this week similar much to about nothing um, where Jack White you know got himself into some hot water on Twitter because of remarks he was quoted as having made about lady gaga that he didn't actually make but it was like oh thus strikes the british music press yeah
0: wait what what uh what did he say well what did he not say He was quoted
1: as saying that you know lady gaga basically the gist of it was that you know lady gaga's all image and no substance and that there's no meaning behind the trappings of
0: which is true of meaning which (laughs) <laughs> it's true. He's not. he don't would not she, have been the first even think to she say that. Would argue you know, that. she wouldn't even argue that. I don't you know? know. I mean, I, I maybe I don't know. maybe she thinks whatever. Like, I'm not dissing her, but it is true. It's like pop music. Who gives a fuck,
1: right? You know exactly. I mean? I mean, you know, this. It's not. This is not something that hasn't been said. Of course, her fans are. Oh, of course, just mental for her. The hounds have and will just yeah, they'll just go after you. But so I got on Twitter yesterday and saw Jack White's name trending and was like, clickety click, what's this? <laughs> yeah. and figured out. What, of course, it had something to do with it was going to be Lady Gaga or Katy Perry or Nicki Minaj if it was trending. <laughs> yeah, but um, almost immediately he issued a statement saying like, "Fuck the NMA," <laughs> and like, oh, no, I didn't say that. It, but apparently, what he what he. Uh, Apparently what he said was more a comment about the culture at large and the focus on image uh, over substance, and he didn't even mention Lady Gaga's name. Yeah. And they attributed her Uh, name to his... They just slipped it in there as an example. They misquoted him, you know, according to him. I believe him. Um, Yeah, totally. But, uh, I mean, he
0: likes to get himself into trouble once in a while, but I think he chooses his trouble more wisely.
1: Well, yeah, and one of the things he (laughs) said was like, you know, this is just exactly the kind of thing that makes people not want to say anything that they really think because, yeah. you know, because then it gets a whole big deal made out of it that's not even an accurate reflection of what you were trying to say, which is exactly like yeah. what you are talking about. I was like, yeah, it's just the insatiable, uh, like, never-ending, quote-unquote, news cycle where yeah. everything that happens has to be turned into some bullshit. Yeah,
0: like, totally. And, like, in the articles, all like, you know, like, Raphael Sadiq and John Lydon were there reverently watching the show and loving every second. Why couldn't Harmar? It's like a little 30 year old hipster deal with it and like that's not I mean I was out in the smoking area just avoiding having my memories raped and like not listening anymore and John Lyden and Raphael Sadiq were just like standing out there blabbering the whole time. I'm like, who's why? Yeah, just, I mean, you know and who I mean? makes
1: that and who makes them the arbiters? And also, like, John Lyden
0: just... isn't the, the worst. I would rather. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Speaking of people who suck now, whoever wants good. You, but you, that's the thing is, I mean, I just have the philosophy that you shouldn't go see an artist who you never saw during their yeah, original prime. I know, if you know, you saw he them during yeah. their original prime and you still, you're like, might kind of suck now, but I could at least remember the time I saw it when it's great. Yeah. But I just as a rule, I feel like I went to see Wire and had really high hopes and not oh, that and Wire aren't still in a way vital or something. Yeah, but they have so many phases. It, like just you just want like, like oh, chairs Missing,
0: you want Pink Flag, man. you want Oh man. Oh man
1: and like I saw Question Mark and the Mysterians a few times in the 90s and he would play 96 Tears 3 times in his set, <laughs> which <laughs> no, was satisfying I guess in a way. That's what people want. That's what
0: people but want. also just kind of saying. Yeah. Sad. I mean, I just I just can't believe like when you're that you're if you're that much of a soul legend you you are I love Suggy Otis I'm gonna still love insp- like uh, inspiration information forever and uh, it, it's just like one of those things where it's like couldn't you hire roadies that set up a mic I don't even I'm, I don't even think it's on the venue I think it was on right his dudes where you're just like
1: but I mean as you say the voice was not what you wanted oh yeah it was right. like so Bob, that would have been he a situation he
0: got, anyway You got Bob Dylan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess that, that does, I mean, it does, it's just what, ha- all I mean, of your muscles slacken when yeah. you get old, and, and
0: you like are, are muscles. Muscles. He was never right, like a live, he was never like a live guy, really, he kind of like, I think he, uh, like, retired when he was like 25 or something like that. Something Damn. crazy. I
1: My knowledge of the uh, ins and outs and the ups and downs of Shuggy here. Yeah. career.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, well, that's know. the thing, I didn't even know he was still alive, so I was like, oh, fuck, I saw it list and was like, I gotta... Go. Fuck. So that
1: Foxygen song, Shuggy, is obviously inspired by Shuggy Otis. Probably. It has to be. It's, it's spelled
0: it. like that, right? Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Everyone's talking about it's Foxygen sweet. being yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, Foxygen are pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're from here in Los Angeles, apparently.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I, I got to check it out, because I heard a lot, like at CMJ this year, a lot of people were talking about how awesome it is and... I think Secretly Canadian is a very good track record. Yeah. So uh I gotta check that shit out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what'sygen. What have you been doing with your days?
1: Um well I just I've I've only been here for about a week now, but doing, you know, the satellite radio gig, you know, Sirius XMU and the Spectrum daily. Uh, from our studio here which is a change of pace because it's more like wkrp in cincinnati here yeah. <laughs> less like a big studio and a corporate studio in midtown manhattan uh, So that's <laughs> that's pretty sweet um i get to see fogel Nest all the fucking yeah, time dude. up there
0: and here and you here and, and as well
1: exactly um but yeah that's you know that and you know doing some writing for rolling stone and other writing projects
0: and sweet what are you listening to right now that you're loving I want people. I want. To, I want to get people into some new good shit.
1: Well, I mean, I, I guess I'd, I. This year there maybe were fewer new things I really loved than the previous year uh, or, or recent years. But I love this band, I.O. Echo, who are also from here in Los oh, yeah. Angeles. Uh, Definitely one of my favorite new bands of the year, and um, so
0: good. That show you through with me and them at CMJ was fantastic. Party
1: time! Yeah, I O Echo. It's uh, a guy and girl, and it's sort of gothy and sort of far eastern sounding. Yeah, but uh, it's like
0: poppy. But you could see them on tour with like Nine Inch Nails making sense. But they write like big pop songs.
1: Yeah, and I guess apparently they, I guess apparently they opened for Trent Reznor at some point. Oh sweet! I mean that makes makes sense. sense sense, Yeah. I definitely think they're destined for biggerness, for biggerness, for biggerness, at least, at the very least, (laughs) biggerness. And of course, King Tough, I love a lot. Oh my god, King Tough! I love King
0: Tough. I want to tour with him so bad.
1: He just, he also just, in my limited encounters with him, just seems like. He would just be a delight to yeah. vibe with. There's we got really baked before, <laughs> um, or, yeah, d- during Fuck Yeah Fest recently. <laughs> and I was wishing that I was interviewing him after that, because that's we just got so stoned that I was like, we should do an interview right now, but I didn't need to interview him for anything. Yeah,
0: so but then you did need to.
1: But then I did need to. We weren't stoned enough.
0: <laughs> His record's amazing, and live, they're so good. It's like, they're just like a great... Sounding, They look just awesomely weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just the whole thing is just like, I love this. This
1: Sometimes that, I feel like sometimes that kind of, um, that kind of garage rock or garage rock derived stuff can be lacking in structure or whatever, but it's like really, his songs are, it's song driven. Yeah. And and it's also cute in a way that's irresistible. There's just something so cute about their presence. And there's a great video of, of uh, Kyle from King Tough and Jake, the guy who looks like like um, like uh, Owen Wilson's character in Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> yeah, which he one also looks he looks. Like,
0: he looks uh, oh yeah, no, he's uh, he's h- Hutch.
1: Hutch, right? There's yeah. a video of of Kyle and Jake j- uh, jousting. That's that's pretty delightful. Dude, it's that pretty guy, fucking delightful.
0: He's like totally. He should be in the Beachwood Sparks or something. You know, or not even Beachwood Sparks. I'm trying to think of like a good like surfy kind of Venice Beach. Vibe, yeah, band. You just like expect to see him like roller skating in short shorts, like with like like '80s headphones on.
1: Oh, totally. The alone, <laughs> have you seen the "Alone in Stone" video? Right?
0: No, I'm, uh, I'm not like yeah. a video watcher.
1: Yeah. I Um, mean, the song is called Alone in Stone, so already that's, you know, as I've established (laughs) as a stoner, that appeals to me, but it's, you know, just a bunch of people freaking out in their bedrooms, just like real friends of Kyle's, like, who are, you know, alone and presumably stoned. Maybe they're just acting, which would be fine. Uh, I I think they go for the realism. The realism, exactly. I feel like if you want to be in a video for a song called Alone in Stone, it's just a basic understanding you have of how dark and wonderful that experience can be.
0: (laughs) I have definitely ruined parties uh, with... uh, (laughs) With weed. With pot brownies. Yeah, like ones that I've made. I think... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> thanks think, sean yeah, yeah. thanks for nothing i think like like bright eyes had a at a uh they rented a house in calabasas like years ago for like a, a tour they were doing they practiced there and I, I came out and i was like i'm making pot brownies while you guys practice we're having a party tonight and then i i just like went in the kitchen i did like i like um you ever made have you ever made pot brownies? i have yeah like so you did like the the butter and you like kind of like put I just put the weed in there and like, like saute the butter until it like smokes a little bit and then you drain out all the shit yeah and you use the butter and you make your brownies and um you just never know there's no science to know how strong that's going to be it's true, <laughs> and, it's true. Uh, and uh and I made these brownies everyone comes over and like within an hour everyone's like yeah I'll eat a pot brownie if I get where this house it's going to be super fun within like an hour Everybody was on their own, like, personal inward hell mission, like, in their own room, silent, <laughs> like, the party was just everyone alone in stone, freaking out in their own portion of this, like, giant Calabasas Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> well.
0: C'est la vie. C'est la vie. <laughs> it's worth, it worth a shot. Hey, man. It's, just, it's a good story. It's it a is. a good story.
1: I broke a tooth on a pot brownie one. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, segueing into embarrassing stories, kind of an embarrassing yes, story. Yes, tell me this. Because I... It was before I was a stoner. Ah, oh, remember a time oh, before I was a stoner? Innocent. It was before I was a stoner, and I was at a Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house, and so there were lots of different versions of pop varieties. But the one I bit into, like, had a big nug in it or something. <laughs> you know, sometimes people don't know what they're doing hard when they're making nug. edibles, and I <clears throat> cracked a tooth on it. Oh, um, my God. And then, at the time, I was writing... Stuff for this website called I think it was called a hundred words. It was like I was into it for a minute. It was this is like two thousand one, yeah. And the premise was just that you had to write if you signed up you had to write a hundred words a day, or you your account would be deactivated Whoa. or something. It had to be. I mean, it could that's be one hundred and one words, it could be ninety nine cool. words, but it really it's tricky to write only a hundred words and actually address something of any substance. Yeah. Um, it felt like joining a gym that would cancel your membership if you didn't go, so I thought that was a good exercise, but I wrote a thing about breaking my tooth on this pop brownie in one of the entries uh, around the same time as I wrote about a dream I'd had about (laughs) a girl who tormented me in 6th grade and over Thanksgiving weekend or whatever, she was she was a googling herself and found my my post, foolishly I mean, I feel not (laughs) as bad about this now that I realize it was 2001 and I didn't I, was, I didn't realize, but I shouldn't have Easter used her Real. full name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck. But she was. She should have been more ashamed
0: of just Googling Actually her, of the self-Google. Yeah, yeah, she's busted. And she, she
1: emailed me and it was like, oh, it turns out that a girl who was a bitch to me in 6th grade is still a bitch to yeah. me Yeah. Oh, she was just like changed. calling me out on all of these sad, pathetic things I'd written in my post 9-11 100 words entries. Like, well, go enjoy... Breaking a tooth on a pop brownie and taking Ambien to fall asleep. <laughs> I was like, "She you you're gave so,
0: you're still so mean." <laughs> you gave her all the ammo. I gave her the. fucking <laughs> ammo.
1: She, used to. she just came at me with it.
0: That sucks. I yeah. hate that. I hate that shit. So, do you like wh- what's your your actual hometown? Is it Queen? Are you from Queens? I am from Queens. Queens. So New it's York. not the same. Like going home for like holidays. Like when I go home to Owatonna, Minnesota, there's like two bars you go to.
1: Yeah, I see. Th- I feel like. Even now, I'm realizing people are leaving LA to go home for Christmas and they're going for like a week or two weeks or something. I've never had that experience. Yeah. I'd just be like, um, I live in Brooklyn. My mom lives in Queens. I'll drive there and then eat some food and then I'll go home. Yeah. Sometimes, like for Christmas, she would be like, You want to sleep over? (laughs) Christmas Eve? I'm like, I live 15 miles from here. No, I'm an adult person. I'm going to go sleep in my full size bed, not. My little sister's twin-sized bed at your house.
0: Yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing about going home for the holidays. It's like, it's uh, it's it's a full deal when you're from like a small town in Minnesota. Like it's like full on. You revert back to your childhood ways you with see your siblings. All the people, right. That you... you see all the people. You go to the bar, the one bar, and you either have an awesome time or a horrible time or an awesome time that transitions into a horrible time. <laughs>
1: Someone, Back into awesome him, someone
0: might steal your shoes. Like five years ago, somebody stole my shoes <laughs> at a party. We went to like a party afterwards, and was like, "Can I never escape this motherfucking bullshit? Is this like, you know what I mean?" How many like, people?
1: Like, how long is the list of people that when you get into town, for and you're like, "I'm ready. We're we're going out." Like, how many?
0: How many people do? Yeah, I,
1: is it a lot? Is it a lot of people, or you just have a couple of core? There's there's homies? a core.
0: There's a core about uh, there's like five or ten awesome dudes that I would like to see, and I'll text. But I, I I don't even like get a hold of everyone. There's like I hang out with my brother, and we'll go out and see who we see, and uh, but lately actually, my brother and uh, my friends Eric and Chad and Brian and I have been working on a script every time we go home for the holidays. Nice. Because like Brian has like this office underneath like, a downtown building, and we just, like, hide out and, uh, like, drink beers and work on the script, and it's, like, so much more fun, you know what I mean? Like, it's productive, and we're not, like, in fear of getting punched (laughs) at a bar, or, like, or just hearing conversations that are depressing, or getting, just, I just hate small talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate, like, when someone's, like... Just wants to know what you're working on. You know what I mean? It's like, I have a website. Just go <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Just go, go, check it out Look there. Look at my URL. Some guy at a bar last night was like, I was talking to like five people I hadn't seen for a long time. He's like, Harmar, Harmar, across all the people. He's like, What projects are you working on lately? And I was like, I. I don't want to answer that, because I'm talking to people. And he was like... Uh, Damn. And he was like, "What?" just tell me what... Pro-, I was like, that's the worst way to ask a question of, to anyone. Yeah. Scream, what projects are you working on across a conversation you're already having from, like, ten feet away? So I'm, to working, yell, on, I'm,
1: I'm working on ignoring you. Yeah, I'm
0: working on friendship with <laughs> my actual friends. <laughs> and I also don't want to give you my resume. It's like when someone goes up to, like, when I'm with someone who's, like, an actor or something that, like... They, if someone comes up to them, is like, I know you. Um, what are you in? <laughs> and You know what I mean? And, the, and then, like, the person, like, you don't want to, like, if you're that person, you don't want to, like, list off your your credits. <laughs> you know what I mean? And half the time it's wrong. If you're, like, with, like, Michael Sarah, like, they think he's Jesse Eisenberg. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, or, or just they have the wrong person completely.
1: Sometimes I get mistaken for Jesse Eisenberg. It's normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've got that gangly, nerdy. Um.
1: Hi. <laughs> no, that's Sarah. That's this. high voice.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's a weird thing. I think people are socially awkward, and I'm definitely socially awkward, but I think people just need to not like who cares what I'm working on? Who cares? You know what I mean? I'm not asking them about their job. I care what
1: you're
0: working on. Oh, thank you.
1: What project? What project? <laughs> Harmar. Harm Harmar.
0: <laughs> well, I'm uh I'm currently I want to get I'm just gonna start going too in depth I'm gonna just give them the full answer and they're just not gonna they're gonna wish they <laughs> never like asked plays over <laughs> well I'm conceptualizing a script right now and I, I I wrote about four or five pages on it today um the cue cards were kind of like a little out of order I felt like I felt like. Act 3 was You know just like, <laughs> Was kind of lacking And like I think the placement Could go here And here Also I'm making an album And I don't know What to call it But I've come up With these 17 titles And yeah. I'm thinking Which one kind of narrow down I don't want your opinion I'm just going to tell you What they are And it's just going to Naturally work itself out. <laughs> 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 Just go For like just three hours That totally. way <laughs> it's like, like what learn you. What's the question I was mean, just like I'm working on a Harmar Superstar album, which is my job that you know, that's why you just ne- yelled my professional music name at me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot.
1: Sometimes I catch myself call, call, calling you Harmar. No, that's even fine. I mean,
0: even like really good friends call me Harmar. I think it's like uh, a term of endearment. It's a nickname that I gave myself, so I'm not like mad about that. Like, <laughs> I answered Harmar, Sean, Baby, Dude, Baby Dude? Fuckhead. <laughs> Can I Baby, you dude? Baby Dude? Baby Dude, yeah. Baby dude? I used to be Baby Mang when I wrote Hit It or Quit It with Jessica Hopper a long time ago. Oh, nice. Baby Mang. That <laughs> was, that was my, my nickname for a while. <laughs> that one never stuck uh, Baby into dude? adulthood. It didn't really stick.
1: Do you think there's a <laughs> Do you think there's a male strip club called Nude Dudes?
0: Like, I w- there has to be, is right? There's got to be. I mean, but but the place that... like It sounds like that would be a small town strip club, and I don't think... Small towns, small towns doesn't have, have a nude dude strip yeah. club, you know what I mean? So who knows? Can somebody uh, can somebody email in?
1: Why isn't there a blank called blank? I've got one. It's yeah. called. Why isn't there a strip club called Nude Dudes?
0: I know. I thought of one the other day. Why isn't there a song called uh, "Brain on the Train" about just getting train blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I that's I just don't know.
0: these kind of questions just can't be answered logically. There's just no explanation. <laughs> True. What else you got for embarrassment? I want to know. I like I, these are my. I like to hear. I like people hmm. to relate. I want people out there to know they're not alone.
1: What else have I got <coughs> for
0: embarrassment? Yeah, I know it's a weird way to. That's an um, awkward social statement as well.
1: I have often been quite ashamed of myself when I've thought of the subject. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, let's see. What else do I have in the way of embarrassment? Um, I'm trying to think of something that's sufficiently embarrassing, but not, but that's not so embarrassing that I don't want to mention it on the air. Yeah, exactly. Like the time I like left my vibrator out when someone was house sitting. Oh man, town,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. I an mean, intern. An intern
1: so was you feeding to- <laughs> my cat <laughs> while I was at South by Southwest. And feeding I was la- I w- I overslept.
0: You're like. It was a dark Do you think era. they read something into that? You're like, can you? Well, of course, feed, they read something into feed that. Feed my cat, dude. I got Here's home. My not only Use it.
1: did I, <laughs> not only was I so late for the flight that I threw my my relatively newish laptop at that time into the carry on into the bag I was checking, and it, of course the oh, screen got broken oh, in my bag. And I and I had missed. I was missing my flight basically. Oh. And so already everything was gone, going wrong, and I was getting ready for a, a, a young man who was an intern <laughs> yeah. at Rolling Stone yeah. at the time, who was going to be feeding my cat <laughs> over the weekend. And, you know, if he wanted to crash my place, because he was living somewhere more inconvenient, I was, like, in the East Village. And I didn't even think about it. And then I was away in Austin <laughs> for, like, four or five days, whatever, came back, ah, you know, so my computer broke. Otherwise, a successful venture, glad that after I made that flight missed that first flight everything went fine and then like i look It was like a tiny apartment i was living in town like i look through the doorway to my bedroom and i like, just see it
0: oh, sitting there playing right in the daylight
1: like next to the bed
0: <laughs> wasn't well, this is a good place for and i just
1: then my mind just flashed on like the dude intern dude who'd been
0: <laughs> what if he was using it
1: and i mean i all <laughs> i didn't it. i felt what a if you kind didn't of leave it self out? self Induced chagrin.
0: is a little. the am kind of
1: unmatched. Self-induced chagrin. Where I was like, <laughs> "Me? What's wrong with me? Oh me!
0: Oh me!" I don't <laughs> remember
1: if I tried to defuse the situation with a pl- with a non creepy but playful text.
0: Yeah, but I don't think I did. It always makes it worse. I feel like, or sometimes I guess if you word it right, but sometimes it's just like unnecessary. You it
1: genuinely I mean? seemed like the end of the world in that particular moment. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "You do not want." your intern to think you deliberately invited him or her to your place and then left a sex toy f- straight <laughs> out in the open.
0: What if he didn't know? I mean, what? who knows? Whim, you know, what women have needs. Don't
1: make me describe what it
0: looked like. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I won't. I mean, I want you to
1: so that's uh, that was what that, did it look like? I mean, you know, <laughs> looked like a dick. What do okay. you want me to say?
0: <laughs> all right, a I mean, pink
1: sparkly dick. Dick. Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. Pink sparkly dicks uh, by
1: your bedside <laughs> while your intern is feeding your cat while you're out of town south
0: by southwest. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're adult. We're all adults here. We're all adults here. It's People fun. have vibrators. People whatever. People like to get off. It's it's a fun feeling.
1: <laughs> now every time I use a vibrator I feel
0: shame what a fun feeling <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> I think well this is fun
1: <laughs> this just used to be fun before I shamed myself
0: I think this is a good time to take a break Sweet, we're going to come back and play a game Earwolf has some new shows I want you to check out Listen to Nerd Poker, a podcast featuring Brian Posehn and his friends. Every Wednesday, they gather to play Dungeons & Dragons, and you can be in on the action. You'll also want to check out Funnier Die's Owen and TJ Read the News. From the minds of Owen Burke and Adam McKay, Owen stays up on current events, and TJ, a cell phone case salesman and aspiring hip-hop artist, is more interested in what's going on at the Hooters down at the Jacksonville, Florida City Walk. On Owen and TJ Read the News, they discuss the top stories of the month together. Check it out. These new shows and more are all available at earwolf.com. Now back to Nocturnal Emotions. Oh yeah, what a break!
1: What a fucking break! <laughs> we
0: just kept, we just kept going. We just kept going on the thread, the vibrator thread, for <laughs> so a little bit off, off mic. Um, <laughs> and that just, that reminds me of uh, just. Uh, w- Like you know, I don't know. It's a a dude that it hasn't happened to me since being a man, I guess. But like you know, in your early twenties, you might have some skid marks in your underwear or something like that, and you hook up with a girl,
1: and then you like (laughs) realize you
0: have. You're like I can't. I I, I gotta hide my underwear. Um,
1: That would be you. Just that's an occasion when you just. I mean, you you gotta just throw those undies out. Throw them away. Yeah, you find you You find a way to. I mean, don't flush them down the toilet. No problems. That would be
0: horrible. yeah. Yeah. So thanks for the advice there. Yeah, it do doesn't it. happen as much anymore. I have con- full That's control my problem, over my my whole thing down there. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Thank you, world. But uh, let's create a show. Yeah, let's, uh, let's what, create a show. Um, what, what, uh, where should we go with this? I'm wondering if you want to do like a, a, a TV series, yeah, yeah. a reality show, a Broadway wanna, show, a movie.
1: I want to do a, I wanna do a, uh, a dramatic a, a dramatic te- television series, yeah. Okay.
0: An okay. Yeah. Um, uh, hour-long sort of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, an yeah, hour-long sort of thing. Are we talking, like, network, or are we going cable with this? Do you want it to be racy, or do you want it to be more family-oriented?
1: I would like it to be sort of like... Uh, sort of like it could be an offshoot of a law and order, but...
0: Ooh. Ooh. but a procedural uh, sort of... A procedural so uh what 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 could our dudes do? They could be like uh scuba cops <laughs> they could be uh... <laughs> the
1: porpoise police the
0: porpoise police what if they're just like probation officers they could be probation officers I guess there's not that much excitement <laughs> in that you can't like
1: I think that uh they should be um they should be like uh i mean even just a law and order where it's like parking you know meter maids or something like that there's
0: there's like a reality show about that but yeah the meter oh, maids
1: fuck there's a reality show about everything yeah
0: any boring job has, it has a reality a, show has a reality show yeah how about a re-
1: how about a, a major network drama about the people who have to make reality shows about people with Marginal professions. That is a good their, idea, actually. And, and like sense of existential dread they feel at exactly. having to document the lives of such fucking boring people. That's a
0: really good idea. And like have like no the producers one wants to watch
1: me. No one wants to watch yeah. me do my job. The, produ-
0: <laughs> the producers have to like create drama for people and like sway them into doing that, or just tell them what to say. <laughs> Which is what they do, you know what I mean? Like they're like, Hey, could you repeat that line but this time say it with a little <laughs> yeah, exactly. more attitude?
1: Things that you had no idea were like a moment or anything, but they're like they're keen <laughs> yeah. on the fucking reality TV <laughs>
0: drama. Like like uh like you know when you said I have to brush my teeth? Can you say, I have to brush my teeth, you dickhead? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What a what a set. And just, and just the just the nobody's ever you're just completely invisible. I mean you learn to be invisible when you're like Oh yeah. You know, on the on the on the film crew of a of a reality what if, series. What if
0: the, it follows them like it's at their job half the time and then they go home and they still act invisible around their family? They're like, I'm not here. Don't worry. No, They're just so used to that lifestyle that they're always ducking behind and furniture. They're, and they're
1: just asking the family over the dinner table, could you say that thing again you said about Could
0: that? you say something a little more controversial within there? Um, maybe, I don't know, be racist or whatever.
1: <laughs> Feel free. Just, just be just, you.
0: Big ratings. We're just looking for big ratings. We want this to go viral. And they're like, this is our dinner, Dad. I wonder.
1: I wonder if, I wonder <laughs> if there's just, a higher rate of suicide among people who have to film reality TV ooh, shows. Ooh,
0: that is true. That's, I, 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 that's like that's like really that's true. That's interesting. Um, that that could be like I guess now at this point you could get some solid research done. You know what I mean? If you went because it's like twenty years
1: into reality TV, right? Yeah.
0: Have you ever seen that? Was that movie? Was it Mel Brooks, Albert Bre- Real Life? Did you ever see that movie? Mm-hmm. It's like in the seventies. I gotta look up it while I'm talking about. There's a. It's like it really like, like definitely predicted reality television culture. It's it's amazing. It's like about this family who gets everything documented, and everyone's wearing like the people who are filming wear these giant like weird box things over them to make themselves inconspicuous. And it's like before reality TV. um, And this is so boring for me to talk about without knowing anything
1: about i mean it it just, right it's now, just but... funny because it seems so i just imagine that you know 20 years from now someone might watch a show like the office and just think like why were they pretending it was a documentary <laughs> yeah i was why did everything pretend it was a reality show what the
0: fuck yeah it was albert brooks yeah they're making a pbs series called called an american family and instead of, like, they're trying to be unobtrusive, but, like, they're so in the way the whole time and, like, meddling in this family's life. You have to see this what's movie. The,
1: the mo- what's, the actu- what's the movie, actually? It's called,
0: called Real Life. Real Life. Albert Brooks. Elder Brooks is dope. Yeah, oh, yeah dude, no you got to check it out. It's, like, it's such a good, like, prophecy of, like, exactly what's happening today. And they they present it as if it's, like, so ridiculous. But, uh, and it is. And especially when that came out, it was. And now it's, like, oh, yeah, no, that's TV. That's exactly what TV is. <laughs> well,
1: equally <laughs> equally frustrating in that I can't recall what this is what this is called, but I saw a movie, you know, black and white era film on American Movie Classics uh, about a young woman who buys a billboard that all it does is it says her name on it. Oh. And uh, and she becomes famous she buys it's in Columbus Circle in New York at, where she buys the billboard and then she has the opportunity to buy more and more billboards with her name on it and people start to recognize her and yeah. treat her as though she's famous but all she did was buy a billboard and put her name That's on an, it that
0: sounds exactly like what Angeline did you know that that chick Mm-mm. she drives around like a pink Corvette or whatever and she has like all this like crazy plastic surgery she's in LA oh damn and she has billboards and just say like Angeline and have her Photo, and you'll Damn. just see her randomly. She's like a weird LA celebrity, but only here. And after you've lived here for a while, you're like, I don't know. It was I, maybe When I first moved here, it was more prominent. But you'll still see her around. Like, I saw her this year at some point. So they're like gassing up the to, pink I'm Corvette.
1: I'm to find Angeline. Yeah. During my winter season. <laughs> Angelique,
0: sometime. or I, I think it's Angeline. Whatever. She's not that famous. So I'm not. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> she's not real, okay? She's just like, she just is a billboard she's and a just person... She's a fucking billboard. a bunch of, I don't know, work. A bunch of plastic. And some, some
1: sweet titties. Sweet
0: titties. <laughs> I think she's just married to some, like, billionaire who's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, go do that. Have fun. I'll buy you that. That's fine.
1: Does it make it sound like I hate women if I say something like sweet titties? I hope not. No,
0: I think that's a loving thing to say to women. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sweet today. <laughs> well i guess uh wait we didn't so our show is our show
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe we went maybe maybe we got too far astray from that but i would like to see a show a, a reality show about the people who make about the film crews that film
0: that'd be a good shows. like that'd be a good drama that'd be like a a good like you know how um maybe like you know studios. St- Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Mm-hmm. Remember when it, like present it kind of like that, yeah. like kind of realistic, like how they did sketch comedy. But that show failed, so I don't want to bring like, that up Or even pitch. like
1: speaking of The Office, like The Office should do a spin-off where it's like after The Office, where it's like all the people who supposedly made that series, oh, The Office, yeah. made the documentary <laughs> yeah. that they're making in The Office for all those years now. Yeah, because like, what's up
0: with those people? Yeah, they've been they've been in Scranton for ten years. <laughs> I want to know what
1: Jim Halpert. I want to.
0: I want yeah, know what the finished product is, and did they make <laughs> friends with anyone over there, or who are their friends in town? How lonely are they, and they've never gotten to talk to anyone? Which
1: camera guys fucked Meredith? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God! All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith had an intern come over, and she left her vibrator out. Apparently, I'll tell that story.
0: Make sure to feed my pussy cat. <laughs> Let's take a break When we come back We will ruin a song You should leave your comments About Nocturnal Emotions On our forums At Earwolf.com Remember that you can also Subscribe and rate Nocturnal Emotions On iTunes I read those I like to know What you're thinking Become a fan Of the Facebook page At Facebook.com Backslash Nocturnal Emotions With Harmar Superstar And don't forget To follow me On Twitter At Harmar Superstar Uh, And if you want to support Shows like Nocturnal Emotions Head over to Earwolf.com Backslash donate Sponsor the studio for a day Be a king Be a hero Be a master Now back to the show Goddamn!
1: what if we had a show and it was called "Goddamn pop-ups and all it was was somebody <laughs> failing to accomplish the thing they set out to do because of pop-ups that was every episode
0: that is a good idea here right. <laughs> are we are we back that is a great idea god damn pop-ups and just everything you just you can't even drive a car um because like in in the future ads are just going like to come up in the middle of the road and stop you Goddamn. and they're fatal god damn pop-ups, um, Goddamn pop-ups hey let uh let me ruin your favorite song okay <laughs> what do you what do you want to go for what should we do with this episode i
1: don't i don't think it's possible to ruin uh uh the zombies time of the season but I'll, I'll let you i'll let you try oh i
0: think we should try i love it um you mean uh the zombies time of the season popularized by the film the big chill <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's not. Let's not even step to the big chill soundtrack because not, uh, no,
0: that's it's a great soundtrack. It is a great. That is an great, era.
1: I forgot it existed until you just said that just now, but uh, it's got to be in the five all-time best soundtracks. It's really
0: good. I mean, it's that era. I mean, Saint Elmo's Fire is is great too. I mean, I love that that '80s era of just perfect soundtrack sort of vibes. But not to go further off the subject, here is Time of the Season by the Zombies. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time Give it to me easy And let me try With pleasure hands To take you in this hand To promise lands To show you Oh, I'm getting some ideas uh, here. I was here. I can tell. What's <laughs> your name? What's <laughs> your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Does he take any time? Okay. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> i I, can see I, I it. love I can the zombies it's hard it's it's hard it's all, most of the time we're picking songs that I legitimately love to uh <laughs> to listen to, but then when you think about it in like the way you just want to be like analytical and break down the lyrics, what's going on here in the beginning? okay it's the time of the season when loves, <laughs> the run loves when the love runs high in this time, give it to me easy and let me try with pleasured hands. I've never noticed that lyric.
1: Yeah, with pleasure hands.
0: <laughs> Once, in all the times I've yeah. listened to this. Let,
1: I, mean, let, I mean, let's just be honest, what does that even mean? What
0: does that mean? Like, with pleasured hands, normally the hands do the pleasuring. It's
1: true, it's true. <laughs> so, Unless you've got that vibrator we were talking about. Yeah,
0: exactly, but you still, they, the vibrator yeah, what, doesn't what pleasure your hands. Yeah, what,
1: I mean... How do they get to be pleasured? <laughs> and why is that an advantage in what you're like, going to do for me? I imagine Free, like creep
0: like licking his fingers like little clitorises or something like that, which is terrifying. And I don't know why that popped in my head. And yeah, now I'm, I, we can never go back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Pleasured hands, though, Star, I feel
0: you on that one. So, so pleasured hands... Um, I'm not going to go into everything, but, like, okay. The gall... The gall of this guy to come onto a girl <laughs> using... What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me?
1: Yeah, that's. Is it that when
0: off. if that happened to you? Yeah, would you would you just walk away at the bar if a man approached you?
1: If a man approached me and in succession, in quick succession <laughs> like that, ask what's your name, who's your daddy, and then followed up with is he rich like me? You're like
0: you haven't even given me a chance to answer the first question first <laughs> of all, and then you took it down a rabbit hole of horrible place, like just a horrid. Horrid awkward social social (laughs) skills right there. (laughs) And then and then especially like I imagine like his friend popping up behind him like wingman and going he rich is he rich like doing like the backup vocal kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Plus as we listen to this together,
1: it does occur to me that the suggestion that there is something as narrow as not an entire season, even, but just a the time, time of, of the just that one season that's for loving. <laughs> yes, the rest of the time exactly. is for hating. That's but for right <laughs> now, it's about a week, a week and a half long, where it's it's the time of the season for that's loving. That's where I was going to so go do it Now
0: that is amazing. That's like I mean, yeah, and it's like four times a year <laughs> there is a time a within time. each season, and it's different for each season because you know there's. You know, external.
1: Depends how long it takes your hands to get pleasured.
0: (laughs) If your hands are already pleasured, then what's the point?
1: (laughs) 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 To take you to these lands, to isn't it something about promise lands to show you everyone? That's the point. Oh yeah, so he takes
0: you to the takes you and the sun to promise lands. He takes you and the sun to
1: promise lands
0: to show you everyone. It's the time of the season for loving. So it's just like that's you. It's a very specific time. It is. Of every is. You're not season. getting
1: much loving. You're just getting, you're just getting it.
0: <laughs> and what happens when that time season. is over? It's just like, yeah, well, no more love this season. Maybe Again, come, back, come back next season. The vibrator, that's what that's yep. about. <laughs> hey, pleasure your hands with a vibrator, and that's what you're getting. But he goes on when he's like talking about her dad. <laughs> he's like, has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? And it's like, why are you dissing my dad all of a sudden? <laughs> well, I think he, means, like, he did a good job. I think he's, means a, he's daddy. You know, he's, in he's a, he's a fine, he's a fine father, <laughs> and he he fed me and gave me clothes and shelter and everything's everything's fine with that. I thought you were totally a nice, normal person until you just came up and started fucking going at my dad for no reason. I'm just trying to fucking. <laughs> I'm just trying to buy a, a margarita over here. And I I don't know if I like this conversation. I don't know if I
1: like what your concept of loving is, either, to be (laughs) honest. Like, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what does wealth have to do with it, A, and B, like, showing me what I need to live? I mean, I thought we were just talking about loving. It's not like you're Tony Robbins over here. Like, why are you getting all up in my shit?
0: Hey, hey, slow it down. Tell it to me slowly. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to (laughs) know. And it's like, it's almost, it's like ominous. It's like he's like a sex vampire that comes out four times a year. And he's like, tell me, tell me slowly about your daddy <laughs> and how he's made you live. And by the end of this evening, the time of the season for loving will be done. And I will come back in spring and we will do this again.
1: It's just all that we'll talk about it's all your all that mother. Moog, that you know, you really just have to credit the mood
0: with <laughs> the spook
1: contributing to the spookiness. of it the is. Overall thing. It's, it's ominous. Like if we're going to use this moog, we've got to get pretty fucking spooky up in here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's great this is a great one to ruin it's really fun it takes you to a place because you just, you just a promised to, land <laughs> it takes you and the sun to promised lands um, yeah I think I think I did a pretty good job of ruining uh, time of the season Fuck.
1: <laughs> thanks
0: <laughs> great yeah just hoping uh, come on that was, that was awesome. That was really fun, right? It was totally. Come was, on, guys. It was dope. So rewarding for everyone at home too. I can feel like I can feel <laughs> I can feel the future love spreading through their iPods.
1: Now I'm never listening to the big chill soundtrack again. <laughs>
0: it's only State. You're gonna State go home and watch the big own. chill right now. And I would recommend that everybody else listening do the same thing. Sweet. So I'll watch the big chill. Um Thanks for coming in, Alice Q.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Alice Q. Everyone listen to Jenny's radio shows. Everyone get down, read her writings.
1: Yeah, find me on Twitter at Jenny LSQ. LSQ,
0: follow. We tweeted each other. It's fun. (laughs) We're buddies.
1: (laughs) Love you, Sean.
0: Love you too, Jenny. LSQ, you're the best. Thanks for coming in. Thank you guys for being flies on the wall of our conversations. Uh, You know, that's how we do. And I appreciate you guys coming back again and again downloading my little old show tell your friends you know it's a good time if you want to find me this week i will be getting off the cruise and going directly to minneapolis where i'll be hanging till i play my new year's show at the triple rock social club co-headlining with astronautilus it's gonna be so fun come on down if you're in the old mpls st paul anywhere in minnesota drive up it's not that far it's going to be a good old time, and uh, and that's that. Uh, I'm also playing in Fargo, North Dakota on the 29th of December, one of my favorite places to play, The Aquarium. It's so fun. I have the greatest shows there. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say that, but if you haven't tried it, shut your goddamn mouth, because it rules. Um, <laughs> this is good, man. People know how to party there. Um, Yep. Also, sexy brunch will be going on at Black Market. I won't be there. One of my friends, either Denver Dally or maybe Computer Magic or someone are gonna fill in for me, my good buds, and uh, you can you can just eat and drink from noon to four. Enough of that. Enough of that, everybody. I'm just psyched I'm just psyched about life right now. Um yeah, I guess that's it. Next week, my first show of 2013 will be with my good friend Preston Olson. Uh, If you don't know him, you really should. He's one of the most hilarious, hilarious motherfuckers around. I lived with him for years. Uh, I thought, who better to shoot the shit with than one of the guys that helped me create my comedic mind? The dude is fucking hilarious. So you'll see for yourself next week. Uh, Beyond that, have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. Live, love, and learn. This is Harmar Superstar. Nocturnal Emotions. Out. Headed to a hot tub, y'all.
1: This has been an Earwolf Media Production. Executive Producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.
0: Earwolf Radio Boom.com <shrug> The Wolf Dead.